I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Strong and Simple Podcast. This is one half of your hosts, Marissa, bringing you this week's mini-sode. And so if you've been listening, um, Michelle and I have accidentally kind of like started a theme with the last couple episodes that we've recorded. You've only heard one, um, but we recorded one this weekend that we'll be releasing Friday that kind of continues this theme. And that is kind of getting into some type of physical activity or exercise uh, a little bit later on in life. And so what Michelle and I are going to be sharing with you over the next couple of minisodes is how we got into weightlifting um, a little bit later on in life compared to, you know, when other people do and kind of what that journey was like for us and some of the things that we learned and think might be helpful for you, our listeners to hear. Um, you know, we expect that a lot of folks listening um, maybe have thought about getting into weightlifting because you've heard that it's important, but you haven't started yet. Maybe because you're nervous about it or you feel like it's a little too late to get started. And so our hope is that by sharing this, we'll kind of be able to show that it's never too late to get started. I mean, with really anything, <laughs> but weight training in particular, um, and maybe impart some some useful little tidbits to you as well. So here's my story about how I got into weightlifting. Um, so I didn't start until about a year and a half ago. And if you don't know, I am 35. So that makes me, I was 34-ish, 33 and a half-ish. I don't know, probably more like 34 because um, I'm like 35 and a half now. Um, so a little bit later on in in years compared to when other people first get started in it. And I had wanted to lift weights for years, literally years. I mean, like going back into my 20s, but I never did because I was always really intimidated. I was intimidated by the fact that going into like the weight section of the gym, it was always male dominated. I was intimidated because I didn't know what I was doing and I was afraid I was going to do something wrong and somebody would see me doing something wrong and be like, <laughs> idiot. Um, and, you know, also just nervous. I, I don't know. I think seeing some of these videos of just kind of like really predatory behavior in gyms also made me kind of nervous too. So literally years and years and years, I put off picking up any type of heavy weight. Um, and the reasons why I wanted to was because I had taken group fitness classes where we did use some heavier weights. And I really liked the challenge. And I remember I had been going to one studio in particular where 
this was like the first time I had really seen women using weights above like five pounds. Background, I am a bar instructor and I went to bar classes like forever and ever and ever. And in bar, you use like two pound weights max. Um, So when I started going to this other fitness studio and using heavier weights, I thought that was really cool. It felt really awesome. And I remember there was one time I had been going for a while consistently. And at the beginning of the class, the instructor was telling us to pick up some weights. And she said to me, Marissa, you can probably go heavier than that. Why don't you pick up the 12s? And I still remember that feeling of like, oh shit, I can use 12 pound weights. So that was always, that was kind of like my first exposure to using like heavier weights. And I just thought that that was such a cool feeling and it like felt really accomplished. So I knew that I liked that challenge. I liked feeling strong and I liked being able to like notice the way that my body was changing with using heavier weights. Um, And I also knew the benefits of weightlifting too. So I knew it was a thing like I should do, quote unquote should do, um, but I was always afraid to do it. And for some reason, I don't know why, um, last a year and a half ago, I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the trigger on this. I'm going to do this. Um, but I can't do this by myself. So I actually signed up to work with a personal trainer, um, at my place of employment, um, because I was like, I need someone to show me how I need someone to show me what to do and how to do it. And then I'll feel more confident. And at least I'll know that I'm doing it right. So that's what I did. I started working with a trainer and the first trainer that I worked with was, she was really great about kind of easing me into things. I was very open about how intimidated I was and there's like a separate personal training room. And so she kind of like kept me in there and like eased me into things. And then she unfortunately had to move on to other things in her career. And so I got a new trainer and my first session with that trainer, you know, I kind of filled her in, gave her a little background about how I was nervous about lifting weights and was really intimidated about going out into the weight section and working out. And she was like, cool, then we're going out there right now. (laughs) And I was like, oh shit. Um, And she brought me right out to a squat rack, like right in the middle of like all the heavy weights, like the dudes were there and like the not dudes were there. And she's like, cool, we're going to learn to lift heavy now. Um, and I did it and it was cool having her there for support and having her show me what to do. And I started feeling like a little bit more confident. I kind of knew what I was doing and she was so good about encouraging me. Um, I will never forget one time, um, when I was, I think I was doing the leg press and she said, you are stronger than you think, Marissa, look at you go. And that really stuck with me. That was like the experience of having an encouraging trainer like that was so invaluable. So I kind of did out that session and then couldn't afford to go any further with that trainer. Um, So I just kept doing what I had been doing with that trainer on my own for a while. And I stayed in the training room by myself for a really long time, even though she had brought me out onto the floor. I still wasn't feeling confident enough to go out there all by myself. So for the longest time, if there was nobody using that little training room, I would go in there by myself (laughs) and I would lift weights in there by myself. Um, And I didn't really like start working out on the fitness floor by myself until I had to because the training room was being used. 
And I was like, okay, this is, this is it. We're ripping off the bandaid. And so I just kind of kept my head down, really felt, I felt super self-conscious, right? I was, I still had that like stupid voice in the back of my head that was like, you know, don't do anything stupid. People are watching you. Don't make any noise. And I was like afraid to draw attention to myself. Like I remember the trainer showed me how to do a rack pull and I never, ever did it again because it's noisy and I didn't want to draw attention to myself um, out on the fitness floor. So I just kind of did the things that were familiar and were comfortable until I got to a point where I was like, okay, here's the thing. I want to get stronger, but I don't have the knowledge or the skills to get myself there. I need somebody who can put together an effective and methodical plan that I can follow in order to effectively increase my strength. And so that's actually when I started working with Michelle, our lovely co-host for this podcast. Um, And even through the course of working with Michelle, it has been a process for my confidence in the gym to grow. And there are still days where I look at what she's programmed for me and I'm like, oh shit, I have to pull a stool over to the squat rack in front of everybody and do this move this way. And I get really anxious and nervous about it and then I just do it and it's fine. Um, so it's it's been a process of continuously trying to grow that confidence and step outside that comfort zone, right? Trying a new exercise by myself or incorporating new equipment in the gym setting for the first time and not like in Michelle's garage gym. Um, so it's been it's been a process, but I will say like I'm so glad that I started it. Even having started it when I did, I absolutely love weightlifting. It is the coolest thing in the world to feel super strong and to feel yourself getting stronger and stronger. And there's so many lessons to be learned in that process. Um, I think the biggest one is that fear of folks judging you in the gym. And I hear this from people all the time. They're afraid to go to the gym because they're afraid people are judging them. And the refrain that I always hear people say in response to that is, nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. Um, And that's not true. (laughs) And I think it's just such a cop-out and such a bullshit response because there are people that watch and there are people that judge. But here's the thing. You can't hear those thoughts that they're having in their heads. So they don't matter anyway. So just drown all of your thoughts about what other people are thinking out and just focus on you because you're there for you. You're there for the betterment of you. So it doesn't matter what bullshit thoughts other people are having anyway. So that was like one of the first lessons that I think I got from weightlifting and kind of gradually learned to incorporate was it doesn't matter what other people are thinking because it doesn't affect me. Um, Another lesson that I think I've gleaned from this whole journey is that we are actually stronger than we think a lot of the time and we psych ourselves out and sometimes you just have to go for it. And I've gotten to the point in my weight training where there are lifts I actually get anxious and nervous and a little bit scared before because I know they're going to be really heavy and then I pull them off and it's an amazing feeling. And you know what? There will be times where you fail out of a lift And that's totally okay too because you tried it. And I think just the act of trying that lift makes you strong too. 
Um, and then there's like the the ups and downs in the progress of weight training. And I think this is something that I've struggled with the most because of my history with disordered eating and having a disordered relationship with exercise. There are days where the weights just do not want to move for you. There are days where you feel like you've taken 10 steps back. And that's a normal part of weightlifting and building strength. And it doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. And that's the lesson that's been the hardest for me to glean is because I always have the tendency of wanting to see, okay, well, what did I do? Why is this harder for me? What did I do differently? What could I change to make this feel better? Um, and that's some days our bodies are just not in it with us. Um, or there's things that are completely outside of our control that are affecting our performance. Maybe we didn't sleep well the night before for no fault of our own. Um, so learning to go with the flow of those ups and downs without trying to figure out the why, without trying to beat myself up about it. And just accept that it's part of the process has also been a tremendous learning experience. So that's really my story of getting into weightlifting at in my mid 30s um, in a nutshell and some of the things that I have learned along the way. So I hope that listening to this gives you some encouragement if you are nervous about starting something new, whether you're in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, whatever it is. Um, and I cannot say enough for enlisting a good trainer to help you and enlisting a really good support system to help you as well. It really goes the longest way. And what's the worst that could happen? Literally just pick up the weights and see how they move and just go from there because it's all growth from there. That's I think that's the mindset that you need to have is just it's all about growth. So that's that's my mini-sode for today. I hope this is helpful. Um, definitely stay tuned for Michelle's to share her little journey as well. Um, and then we've got a couple special episodes coming up too, talking about not just getting started a little bit later on in life, but also what it's like to be moving through a new fitness experience as somebody with a history of a disordered relationship with fitness and how we confront those old disordered thought patterns that sometimes crop up. So thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, if you want to chime in, if you've got commentary, shoot us an email at uh, strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Thank you all. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at strong and simple podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. 
to respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the canceling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support indigenous folks. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.